Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Yamaka, yamaka, I'm going to sit on your yamaka. Yamaka, yamaka, you can sit on my yamaka. Yeah. Who's that guy? Uh, it's yeah. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're trying to trying to bury your very clear and obvious first choice behind under a pile of uh, increasingly obscure later choices. Alistair, we've all tried that trick. Is but... is that what you think that all all writing is? <laughs> all writing is just an attempt to bury your opening. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Where you feel like you've made some huge mistakes, mm-hmm. and I gotta, I gotta backtrack. But fuck, we're moving, we're moving forward to backtrack. But I've refused to edit, and so the only thing I can do <laughs> is to make flail more and more wildly, in the hope of somehow erasing my prior mistakes from existence. Well, I mean, it's the only, it's, it's that's true for this podcast anyway. And that podcast is Two in the Think Tank. Ah. You're listening to Two in the Think Tank, a podcast where we come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Andy and I'm Alistair. Mm. Um, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. And um, I was about to tell you, Andy, yeah. that I, uh, I, had a, I have had an idea. And this is a genuine product that we could come up with. Can I just could, say this episode is going so smoothly, it's almost grating. It's just yeah. the, the professionalism is a little off-putting. <laughs> the... Hey Andy, do you ever get this thing where you like hairs from your mustache go up into your nose and tickle it? Yes, yes. Some oh. of them get bent around and find their way up there into strange oh, really new locations and poke. And they're quite they're quite wiry. I mean, mm. I think it gives us some insight as to what it would be like to kiss ourselves. Which, That's true, yeah. and which it's, it's like shooting yourself in the foot with your own gun. Do you realize, Alistair, that in the near future, children will be taught to kiss, or teenagers will be taught to kiss, they'll learn to kiss, by kissing a th- uh, an exact, um, a sentient 3D replica of their own mouth that kisses exactly like they do. To allow them to objectively learn what it's like to be kissed by themselves, and therefore, like they'll no. be so much better at kissing than we ever could have no, been. Well, well, we'll see about that. <laughs> um, um, but like, look, I don't, I don't know and don't care about the rationale and how you created that idea that they're going to be. It's going to be. A, a 3D model of their own mouth. Yeah. Um, but I do what I do like about this idea <laughs> is that there's gonna be there's gonna be some positive feedback loops yes. in there where either a mistake or something that they do right mm. 
will be amplified by having it mirrored directly back at them. Exactly. Right? And they'll take that sign as, oh, you like that, do you? <laughs> and then they'll do it more to the point where if it's the right thing to do, it'll now become the wrong thing. It'll be too much. <laughs> you like a bit of tongue, do you? You think it my, could become a sort of a toxic my, feedback loop. Well, no, no, I didn't say that because there's also the part where, you know, if you're doing the wrong thing, mm. doing a bit more of it could fix it. Yeah, right. So there's there are some circumstances where it's not necessarily toxic, it's healthy. Well, what I think it will, will do it'll, is it'll lead to people... Like, I, 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 my initial thought was it will hopefully help to iron out the, the, um, the eccentricities in youthful enthusiastic kissing right yeah but i think what you're suggesting to me is actually it will drive people further and further into their own kissing niches uh and 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 soon will evolve to the point where you know it's you'll become radicalized basically into (laughs) you'll you'll radicalize yourself to a point where your kissing technique is so bizarre and unusual that you won't be able to be kissed by anybody else. And there's going to be this is going to be like after the Cambrian uh mm. the Cambrian mass extinction. Mm. There's going to be an explosion an explosion in kiss new kiss <laughs> diversity. <laughs> right? All these new kissing types that will become available mm. then. You know, because I guess if there's a mouth replica, it means that there's probably a computer involved in some way. Yes. Right? Yeah, I said it was sentient. you'll probably be able to tweak. Yeah, you'll probably be able to tweak it. Yes. And I don't just mean the nipples <laughs> while you're kissing this sentient robot. Um, uh, and, and, and so you'll be able to go, you know, you'll, you know, it'll be like uh, when... Whoever Kasparov fought, uh, you know, like fought blue, blue, mm. that that deep that blue chess computer, chess computer, deep yeah. blue or whatever like that. Yeah. Suddenly, we're playing against deep tongue AIs, mm. deep tongue like AI that that has never kissed before and is only learning from the kiss data, mm. from looking at at the rules of kissing, and and it's and it's playing in new ways and it's teaching people to kiss in new ways. French kissing will seem. <laughs> it will seem we'll so seem, quaint. It'll be deeply it'll embarrassing. So quaint soon. Nobody, mm. nobody. Here's something nobody does. Is yeah. I guarantee there's there's a lot of weird shit on the internet, but nobody does this. Nobody licks the lips of the other person, <laughs> and I don't know why. Oh. Feels like yeah. that would be a very that that you know mathematically. That fits perfectly into the kissing universe, the existing well, I don't kissing think, universe. I don't think Nobody anybody does licks. It. I don't think anybody licks sort of like a dog drinking from a bowl, like you know, <laughs> laps but, away. But I could imagine that the that the tongue might you know occasionally brush the no, lips. Nobody it's never been done. The lips are entirely. You know what people don't do? Look, I'm going to name something that people don't do. People don't get their teeth on on the other side of each other's teeth and interlock <laughs> their. Their upper and lower jaws <laughs> on the other side. So is this a is this a right? So you're biting down, and then and then your your tongue is either if it still comes out of your mouth, 
then it was either licking above the person's lip, mm. and then the other person is is licking below your lip, your bottom lip. Now, Alistair, I'm going to leave you in a real nightmare scenario here where my son is obviously still awake, has come in and started knocking on my door, and I think Carly is outside. I'm going to leave you by yourself for 10 seconds while I go and put him back to bed, okay? No problem. You can, no problem. You can carry this, this one-sided no, kissing I've, conversation. I've got no problem. Um, so let me take you guys there. Um, yeah, I think that kissing will probably advance in a number of ways. Here's here's my predictions for the next 20 years of kissing, right? I think teeth are going to come back in. I think teeth have been out for a long time, and I think that's a, that's due to fear that was created in the 80s because of ultra-sharp... Um, uh, what are those things called that you get on your teeth there? Metal, you know, metal braids. Not braids, but braces. Uh, so I think now that brace technology has become safer to the tongue, I think teeth are going to make a big comeback. I think people are going to do that thing where they rub, run their... You know, at the moment, I think people only do that as a joke. They run their tongue along the teeth. Uh, you know, when they're kissing somebody in those early stages of dating, you know, in a... In a sort of a, an experiment to just try all sorts of things. And you both laugh. You go, oh, that's a weird sensation. Well, soon that's the exact kind of sensations people will be people will be going for. Um, I think, I think we're going to, you know, I think, you know, I think in terms of new places that the tongue will go, I think um, on the side of the mouth, along the side cheek, I think, you know, that's, that's sort of unexplored area, and soon that will be, you know, one person will sort of keep their jaw mm. closed, mm. but open their lips up, mm. and and they'll just allow you to put your tongue from one side of the mouth to the other, in between the teeth and the cheek, like that. And I think that's. Uh, I'm just trying to make my Andy. You're back. Yeah, I'm very back, and I'm I'm, I'm loving I'm just what I'm to make hearing. My predictions, making my predictions for the next twenty years of kissing, <laughs> where where it might go. I think as as nobody's doing that, none of these fucking futurists who are out there. Futurists, whenever you interview a futurist, is all, all it's always flying cars and your bloody you know tablets to for for food instead of food. Yeah. No, but 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 and yet none of them predicted uh, the internet. None of them predicted the things that are actually the biggest revolutions in. Yeah. It, it, because and you know what. Yes. I I reckon, here's my thinking. I reckon maybe because of some ear, nose, and throat doctor's TikTok account mm. who teaches a mass of the youth about how the ear, nose, and throat are all connected. Mm. I think the nose is going to come into play in kissing. Incredible. And it's going to be used as the, you know, because to think that there's there's two kissing orifices right there that that it just aren't being used. <laughs> and they bring in a new flavor. They bring in the salty. <laughs> this is really unpleasant. Right? Because because <laughs> because the uh because you know snot has got a salt, you know, instead of like salt water. I don't know what it is, but mm. Mm. um so I think people are gonna bring that in. And then of course the ear. The ear's always been in a little bit with the nibbling on the, oh, on the ear. Oh, sure, the nibbling. But that's just you know, wiping I mean, your that's... feet on the mat. That's not going yeah. inside. No, not going inside. But now, 
now that we know that it's all connected, mm-hmm. essentially you're kissing the inner air canal mm. when you're putting your throat down their, you know, down their throat, mm. putting your tongue down their throat, not your throat down their throat. Mm. Oh, although, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. This is what I, you know, I, I think can absolutely picture a a clickhole listicle about ten things to watch out for in kissing in the next mm. fifteen years, and absolutely as uh, the, nobody nobody not in the futuristic world is because I because I tell you what it is I think a lot of um, people who should be focusing on ways to make uh, physical interaction between humans more interesting have got really mm. caught up in how in tech. You know, and they're all like, well, it's all going to be done with sex robots and that sort of thing. And nobody's going back to the drawing board and just working out the ways to do the, to work with what we've got and make that really, make it sing. Here's, Um, here's a headline that I do, I will pick, I I can't imagine will make an appearance in the next 30 years. In sex news, mm. it will be um, teeth. Are now in when it comes to blowjobs. <laughs> they used to be the greatest taboo, but now they're the latest craze. Yeah, yeah, great. <laughs> an all an all teeth blowjob. That <laughs> um, I think that's a great idea. And then you could actually just do it at the dentist. Mm, okay. Well, while the dentist is. You know, it's like you just get your individual cubicle. <laughs> you get your individual cubicle in the waiting room, but they just leave you one of those little denture things. <laughs> yeah. And then you just do it yourself. You just chew. You just get the denture, use it like a puppet, and you just chew. So, so the waiting rooms, Yeah. I mean, I can absolutely see uh, medical establishments beginning to comp- compete with each other in terms of the waiting room experience and because for too long it's been they've settled for mild um, interest as you uh, um, sorry now Carly is looking for something desperately I'm gonna see if I can help her sorry Alistair well while Andy's gone please allow me to talk about what I think the future of waiting rooms will be. Um, there's obviously a huge gap in the market there for a good waiting room. We've seen magazines up until this point, but why not iPads, you know? Uh, of course, that's just the beginning. Um, I mean, water slides seems a bit excessive. So, but, you know, let's see. You know, a pre-consultation, I think that would be nice. You know, if you had a room to yourself, maybe with, uh, I think, a one-person waiting room. I know I've already mentioned this with the with the biting the penis thing, but uh, I think a one-person waiting room is where, is the ultimate luxury. You go in there, it's you get a booth, you know, like when you go to a rockability, uh, you know, burger joint. Mm. Get a booth, maybe somebody on roller skates rolls over with a, an iPad and they do a pre 
medical appointment interview. Mm. Uh, yes. Maybe while massaging your feet. Unless that's what's injured or infected or something. <laughs> but you know what? I hear that if you've got infected feet, then if they've got infected hands, then that cancels out. So people with infected hands can massage people with infected feet. So they they get people with the opposite illness to come and interview you. With the same illness, but... <laughs> well, is, is, is an infected hand the opposite? Well, I think an infected hand is the opposite of an infected foot. Yeah, you're you're right. You're right. Cause, or else it's a healthy hand mm. is the opposite of an infected foot. But we both know that that's not true, Andy, that's, and that that, that wouldn't work in this scenario. That doesn't... Um, there is a part of the brain that is designed to 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 scan opposites for their oppos- opposity, and uh, and that mine is absolutely not pinging. I'd like to apologise to the uh, to the listeners today for this being the most interrupted podcast of all time. Um, but just then, one of our children had disappeared from his bed. Um, but for the first time ever, he decided to take himself to the bathroom, and uh, that was all it was. So it's exciting times here at the um it's very exciting mm. and to think that we almost recorded in person with each other <laughs> yesterday in the studio in mm. in blissful uh bliss but yeah it, it sounded like you really nailed the the personalized waiting room experience there that was you know more or less where i was going that it's going to become um, a, a thing where yeah, it is I mean, o- I think you know open there. war where they get more and more um uh, relaxing and or enjoyable, and uh, I am I, I I can totally see a a dental surgery uh, saying that you are allowed to use the dentures um, to <laughs> to to pleasure yourself. Give yourself a blowjob. <laughs> yeah. A nouveau, a nouveau blowjob. Um, a nouveau BJ. Um, but I mean, I could see. I think. I mean, there is. I think there's a there. Yeah, there is a sketch in a war of the waiting rooms mm. where they get more and more comfortable. But then eventually, what happens is they start getting so comfortable they become really uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Well, you, you know, people do rebel against that kind of that kind of thing, and you start to look for something a bit more edgy. Um, you know, and, and I guess there is a risk as well to making the the waiting room's too enjoyable that people will go for unnecessary surgeries, unnecessary dental surgeries, and, and so on. That's a good idea, um, yeah. Just to But actually, that's kind of what you want, part. isn't it? Um, it's like you got those in, those engineers who worked on keeping people in looking at Facebook. Mm. But you get them there into the dental <laughs> surgery. Yes, because because dentistry is historically, you know, um, the dentist is historically a place people don't want to go and people feel scared. Um, now it's uh, they've 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 put so much poured so much of their their dental money into getting people dangerously addicted to um, In, to it. Are you really tired? No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> You sort of just trailing off a little bit. You just because <laughs> um, I think you know there's a lot of those people who um, who 
take the opportunity when it's a hot day to just go to the mall just to take advantage of the air conditioning. Mm, yes. You see? But there's a lot of businesses that could be getting some of that market share. <laughs> you know? and It's a hot day. As long we'll as... all go to the dentist, get a tooth out. They keep the air well, con on. <laughs> well, that's the thing. And is that is that if you... If you can sell to them, they don't have to spend too much money right now. Yes. You know, and so if you have a long payment plan. Mm, or or if you know, or if you can just get it so that it's mostly covered by Medicare and then the gap, whatever it is that you have to pay on top, isn't too bad, you know, less than the cost of a movie ticket, then, yeah, that's, you know, a, a good long procedure, good root canal. I mean, you're looking at it, you know, well over an hour. Of just um, blissful, cool, your nice, nice comfy, op- comfy seat, lie back, that reclining thing. Oh boy! Yeah. Rinse um, and spit. Yeah, and also maybe opiates. And indeed, maybe opiates. When you, <laughs> when you, when you, you know, so I can imagine someone going to the to the dentist and say, "Oh." No anesthetic for me today. Tell you what, give the next person double. Just <laughs> paying it forward. Sort of like next, sort of like in, like in a bar, going uh, send that drink over to the <laughs> something lady. for my friend over there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, one injection of painkiller for my friend over there in their in their gums. Is there a is how could we turn that into something like? I mean, there are no... That's the thing. There is no group dentistry scenario. There, dentistry is... You know, I mean, I think that's in the, I think that's in the, in, the, uh, in the palatial waiting room. What do you mean? You're in the waiting room at the dentist's and people are sitting in these beautiful lounge chairs. Mm. They're dressed in suits. They've got, you know, they've got... A little like uh, canapes being served to them. Mm. Oh, and perfect so thing! Just before you go to the dentist, nice little <laughs> bit of fish, nice little you know, bit of sushi. That that uh, sh- seaweed's going to really stick to your teeth. And the raw salmon is just going to make your breath just mwah. oh, perfect. Andy, it sounds counterintuitive, right? But think about this: shouldn't the dentist be the place where you could eat the most? messy of foods because you're absolutely they right. should be able to clean your mouth better than anyone you're you're right this is this is going to be a this is going to be guilt free it's actually on the day when you're going to go to the dentist that's the day to really experiment with eating some of the stickiest things that you can imagine mm-hmm. paint bitumen yeah, well, just, <laughs> you're getting the you cl- know, having... you're getting the clean anyway you might as well get your money's worth a tablespoon of molasses. Mm. Right before you, you go know, in some, there. Yeah, a toffee apple. Mm-hmm. Or oh, some red skins. <laughs> oh, that probably shouldn't be called red skins anymore. You go you go into the you go into the dentist and you just have a mouthful of food and you say, <laughs> I'm not gonna swallow it. I want you to clean it out of my mouth. You've mm. just you've just chewed a, a toffee apple, uh, a spoonful of Vegemite, and uh, let's see, uh, a, a fistful of chia seeds. 
you just leave them, you don't swallow, you leave them loose in your mouth and you say, you're getting, I'm I'm paying for this. I want you to clean it out, all out with that little scratchy pick thing. (laughs) And that's where the dentists, that's their mistake in charging a flat rate for that cleaning fee. But if they're going to do it, if if they're going to make that mistake, then you, you, you absolutely should take advantage of that. Absolutely. And then they're going to have to change it to like a car washing uh, model where it's like premium standard and, you know, whatever. You're so right. They, You're gonna, right. It's going to be an all you can eat version, but you have to pay considerably more if you want the all you can clean, all you can scrape you can. out. But they they probably have like a really powerful hose or something like that, that they can just For big shoot jobs. into your mouth. and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know, high pressure hose. Mm. that just allows them to just kind of get a good first, you know, clean over like that. Cl- maybe they could put like a little, I think a little plastic thing at the back of the, your mouth that blocks up your holes. So, I think what <laughs> so they, they do. Just really, <laughs> so they can really just go. They, what they do is they strap you to the chair. Right, they strap you down. The chair flips up. Now you're facing the ground. There's a drain right below you, and they actually plug two high-pressure hoses into both of your ears, and they take advantage of that ear-nose-throat connection, and they oh, blast great. through and from the back and sluice you out that way. It's not yeah, that's pleasant, a great thing. but <gasps> do you think? Do you think that the um, that nose stuff mm. is connected to earwax in some way? Like, is it a similar product that's just watered down? It's not the no. It's absolutely not. It, it feels like a fundamentally different type of liquid. Like the earwax is waxy. It's it's oily. It's I know, but I'm talking about it being watered down. Like, but, I mean, but you, you don't water. You don't get you don't get watery things by watering down oily things that i know but okay but let's say you took you took a little half a spoonful half a teaspoon of of earwax mm-hmm. and you put it into a petri dish yeah right and then you got a little bit of brine a little bit of like saline solution yeah saline solution <laughs> and put it in there and then you just mixed it yeah for a bit right what would that be <laughs> that's okay. that's just what would that be that would be it would be snot <laughs> it's absolutely it is not snot you, uh... It would go from a sort of a deep orange. It would be like a go from like a deep orange to sort of a a, 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 a light yellowy, golden kind of color. No, you, they're fundamentally different things. They'd be on different aisles in the paint shop. One is oil based. One is water based, and they can't be. You can't there's, get one by diluting the other. There's no way that anything in the body Do is you... purely oil based with no water in it. That's what it is. It's purely oil based. It's a it's a <laughs> biofuel. It's closer to um closer to diesel than it is to uh to snot. It's the end yeah. No, you're 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 absolutely wrong about that. Is there have I seen somewhere is there such a thing as an earwax candle? Or is that yeah. just a thing from like a, a... Oh, it's in Shrek. <laughs> but then there's, okay, it's a Shrek But thing. then there's that yeah. thing of candling your ears. So you're getting confused. There is the very real thing of doing ear candling, 
No, but that's not what I'm thinking of. I'm talking about making candles from earwax. But I think I am just saying what I saw in Shrek. I, but, I mean, just because you saw it in Shrek, Alistair, doesn't mean there isn't somebody out there who has collected all their earwax throughout their life and turned it into an, a, a candle. Do you want me to Google whether or not you could make a candle out of earwax? I mean, in, in, it must be quite, quite a thing in, in candle-making circles. Can you make a candle... And the first thing that comes up with is out of earwax. <laughs> <laughs> and is the answer yes? No. Uh, it is... <clears throat> earwax is secreted in the ear for cleansing, antimicrobial, and l- for lubricative purposes. It was never designed for making candles, <laughs> according to Quora. Well... That's silly. Very well put. Uh, looks like, looks like Mythbusters uh, tried to make uh, an earwax candle. I'm not going to watch this video, but um, uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, oh no, it's always a, it's always a good thing when once we start hitting some Mythbusters stuff, it means that we're on the right track. Yeah, <laughs> we're in, uh, yeah. We're in territory right, Andy, we where a... a show is made by people who look like us already answering this question. They don't really look like us. One of them looks a bit like oh, yeah, me. No. The other one... I guess, yeah, you look like Adam Savage, don't you? Well, I think we. I think actually Adam Savage is probably a pretty good average between you and I. Like, really? Uh, yeah, I, I, think I think he's... he's... I think if you if I you mix like this together... he's like a fun version of you. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, actually, Eddie, um, I've never seen anyone who looks as much like you. <laughs> it's crazy. It's just a. That's that's not yeah. true. I mean, you're you you are somebody who reacts to people saying that somebody looks like you, Alistair. You you react to that by saying, "What is it? Someone with glasses?" And that I is know. that is exactly but what you're is, doing here. This is a a blonde guy with glasses and a beard who works with his hands and likes to make jokes and stuff. Mm, yeah, he does. And has also come up with similar ideas to what we're talking about. You're right. He's like me, but fun, talented, rich, and old. Uh, that's yeah. the uh, all the things you wish you were. Yep, yeah, the big three, triple threat. Do you think I'm like the walrus guy in that, that was show? Four, actually, God damn it. Uh yeah. Yeah, you that's that was my that was my um hasty uh mapping was that you were the walrus guy. Yeah. That that mustache has gotta gotta become a thing. The Nietzsche mustache. Can't believe the hipsters didn't yeah. go there. Yeah, it's but, hard. Mm. It's hard. Anyway, look, we How many we things have we written down, Al? <laughs> Well, I've actually written down four things, but most of them are dentist related. <laughs> That's and he, fine. And the first this is one the is dentistry. still mouth related. This is the dentistry episode. This is the oral fixation episode. Was that an album by um, Mariah Carey? Oral fixate. Wait, Mariah? I, 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 hope, that's a, I hope I'm wrong. Uh, I think it's a Freudian thing, right? Uh, no, well, it's, it refers to children. Uh, no, uh, 
it, it refers to children wanting to put everything in their mouths when they're young, just to like, um, to 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 as a, an, an additional way of sensing things more intensely. But um, yeah, I think Freud might have named that. Okay, maybe our fixation album refers- is. Shakira was oral fixation. She had volume one really? and two. Um, yeah. And here we go. Look, I, put, I type in oral fixation. First thing comes up in Freudian psychology. <gasps> oral fixation is caused by the unmet oral needs in early childhood. Oh, This creates persistent need for oral stimulation, causing negative oral behaviors like smoking and nail biting in adulthood. Though this really? theory is well known. It has received criticism from modern psychologists. It does sound like bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unmet oral needs. Are you ta- are you tickling your child's mouth enough? Are you prodding at it with a wide enough variety of implements and textured <laughs> objects? Because if hey, you're not, mom and dad, you are setting them up dad. for a life of of smoking. And you messed me up, Mum and Dad. <laughs> you didn't prod me with various things in my mouth while I was a baby. My doctor told me. I I mean, Freud, good on him. He he just I think I think he started out as a neuroscientist and that he got frustrated because they're literally they you know, because it all felt like that they couldn't actually test anything. Right? Yeah. And and so he went into psychology where you can't test anything and but but that's built into it i suppose and you just make shit up oh god i'd love to get in at the start of a field when there are no <laughs> there are no boundaries no rules and everything is fair game any dumb shit that you say you put um, give it a latin a name sketch. and you're you're in I think there is a sketch in people coming home from sessions with Freud <laughs> and arguing with their parents about their failures when they raised them. Yes. Because of all this crazy shit that he said. Like this, could you imagine coming home after a session and being so angry with your parents <laughs> that they didn't satisfy your oral needs when you were a baby and then do you do you then emotionally blackmail them into satisfying your oral needs now by poking you in the mouth with things by providing a a large enough yeah. variety of i guess you could be like well yeah it's like well i've spoken to to lucius lucian what's his mm. name lucius no, uh, no, that was Sigmund. Lucius, Lucian oh, Sigmund. Freud was yeah, his no. nephew. He was the artist. It was an artist, right? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Sigmund. And then they get together with Sigmund. Sigmund says that you got to put some stuff in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> your your, your mum has, like, she's got a new hat. And you're like, can I nibble on that? And she's like, no, of course you can't nibble on my hat. And you're like, well, my psychiatrist says, Sigmund that you didn't let me nibble on enough things when I was a child, so you have to make me let me nibble on it now, and then she lets you. Have I, think, I uh, have I made you less interested in this sketch now, having described it like that, Al? No, no, it was just I was having to write it down. Oh, yes. In fact, if anything, it was too good. 
And it was too good, Andy, and I started laughing on the inside and outside. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I wonder if you could laugh on your inside by uh, maybe making some of your inner sphincters, you know, like the one that goes controls passage from the throat into the stomach, make that yeah. sort of flap open and shut. Um, and <laughs> I just, yeah. I just think that there must be other ways of of producing sound. You know, I'd love to be able to regain control of some of those unconscious internal processes and mm. put them to well, a, is, a greater variety of uses. There is those times when you can sort of um, get bubbles that go up and through into your guts that make a lot of noise, right? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Mm. Things like that. Now, if you could consciously be doing that, mm. I think that would take things to the, to the next level. Mm, absolutely. Um, but also, I had this idea, Andy, and I'm sorry, this is an outside idea. Mm. But um, this is kind of based on one time somebody giving somebody, somebody I know giving somebody I know a gift that was a book that said, that was like, for Christmas as a gift, that was like, dressing for your shape. <laughs> right? And it was such an, in, it feels like such an insult. Mm. You know, it's essentially saying, you know, you don't dress for your shape or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And your shape. And like even even to suggest that somebody has a shape that is complicated enough that you need a manual in order to dress for it is Yeah. Is not is not a a, a pleasing thing. A friend no. of mine it, got given a book. I saw his a, a relative sister, somebody, gave him a book that was along the lines of how to talk to people. Or like how... <laughs> well, it's or great maybe it was how should... to talk to family members. I like, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> this feels really cruel. Well, this is exactly what the idea is, is that it's books that are like how to not be a jerk to your housemates. <laughs> And then what you and me do is we just, we start a podcast. Like it's just, so it's just you and me going, like this is how we write it, right? Because we want to have some content in the book so that it's not just a cover. Mm. But basically we go, you know, we start a podcast by going, here's how you do, here's how you don't be a jerk to your housemates. Mm. And then we just start a conversation like that. And then we just take that audio, transcribe it through some app, Mm. and then... Put it straight into a Word document, <laughs> print it into, a and book. then just put it up on a website, you know, with the with the cover for 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 sale, so that people can give these jerk presents, the bit and book presents, and we'll take we'll take requests and we'll do, <laughs> you know, 
you know, we'll you know, we'll record for but an we'll hour. We'll talk or whatever for and... an exact like a full book. It's gonna. We guarantee that the book will be full of shit that is vaguely related to that yeah. topic. And well, so it is I a think... legitimate book. It is a book. Andy, it has the... a cover yeah. and stuff. Yeah, the least you can do when you're making a book is <laughs> fill print up the, the right pages. amount of pages. <laughs> print print the right, right amount of pages so that there's not a bunch of blank pages yeah. at the end. You just don't print more pages than you really need. No. Um, I think that is uh, really funny. Um, I, and But in in general, I, I just love the idea of, of, of personalized jerk books. Really, like... A very specifically obnoxious, and you're doing it entirely for the heading, right? For the front cover, because that's yeah. the joke. That right? is the joke, and the inside is just so that the the joke is backed up by something. <laughs> yes, so it could be something like like how to how to not leave the back door open all the fucking time, right? Yeah. Is the name <laughs> of the book, and then we talk and talk, and the book is really thick. Right, yeah, and you give them the it book goes and really it's in depth. <laughs> the great thing is about that book is you can actually use it to prop the door open, <laughs> and it talks about exercises that you could do yeah. <laughs> to keep your arms strong so that you could, you know, push doors closed right. or leave them open. Yeah, yeah, um, a mental mental routines that you can go through, mantras that you can have. We go into a lot of detail about this. Um. I also think a book called How to Give Better Gifts uh, yeah. is a great <laughs> stocking stuffer. <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe Think about who you're giving the gift to. Oh, it'd be great at the at the Chris at the Christmas handing out of gifts. If you could always just have that one one copy of How to Give Better Gifts pre-wrapped, okay? And you just you make sure that People give you their gift first before you give them the gift that you've got for them. And then you have that <laughs> like up your sleeve, I guess, almost like one of those things that dispenses aces in a um in an old style card game. That like if they yeah. give you a gift, you open it and it's shit. Straight away you've got a copy of how to give better gifts. Already wrapped. That's the thing. It's already wrapped. So you from their point of view, it's like how you, it, it seems like you couldn't possibly have given it to them in, like, in response to the shit gift that they've given you. Of course. But yeah. you and, clearly and, have. And it avoids any awkward conversations yeah. about how you're unhappy with the <laughs> gift. It avoids all conversations <laughs> from that, that I, point on. That person will never talk think... to you again. I just think quality gift giving is a great skill to have for life. That's right. That wasn't in reference to this particular <laughs> gift that you gave me today. And I love this thing. Manila folder <laughs> holder. Um yeah, awesome. So how to give better um, gifts I think is a uh, maybe even a separate sketch idea, Alistair. Sure. I mean it's a it's very close. No, all right, love... all right. No. I thought I got it over the line with my little idea to have it shoot out of your sleeve on a little spring, but oh, <laughs> I, um, I didn't hear that. But no, that's okay. I think. Um, I mean, God. But 
is this is this your your idea of new new sketch ideas is you just deliver them in a slightly different way yes. through like using technology strapped to your body yeah i think so i mean i'm trying to think of a way to do that with greeting cards or gift cards or something like that because, or or birthday cards you know like cuz because in a card game right uh, it's always good to have a card up your sleeve. You know, it is good to have an ace hidden up your sleeve that you can pull out and, and, and win the, the game of cards, the card game that you're playing. But in a way, isn't all life a card game where we play with greeting cards and the way that you win is by remembering to give one person a greeting card when they didn't remember to give you one? And that's why mm-hmm. uh, having something whereby you always do have a greeting card up your sleeve that has a generic sentiment that you've pre-written into it that is broad enough that it could apply to anyone and that you can yeah. shoot out of the end of your sleeve into your hand. I don't. Th- this is the tricky part. I don't know how you write the name of the person yeah, that's the part. In that's there. the part that's tough, Andy. But because because for them to receive it and go, oh, a generic card from but, somebody who's how thoughtful. But, but I guess you can just go into the bathroom. Exactly. But then, yeah, which slightly defeats the purpose of it shooting out of your sleeve. But I still but think could, that we but can you incorporate could, that. You could lock it back in. <laughs> what do you mean? You could lock and load it back in. To your sleeve after you get it out and write on it. <laughs> yeah, okay, but They're then not... you don't need it up your sleeve at all. You just give it to them, right? The shooting out well, of your sleeve is just so that you can always be able to produce it. Well, I know, but that's still what you're doing. It's like you've got it there. It's just so that you don't have to carry it, I guess, in your bag yeah. or pocket or whatever. You're right. That is it. The forearm is a great place that mm. doesn't really crease because it doesn't I reckon fold. it would be possible. I think you can overcome the fact that you don't have the person's name written on there by just being... Yeah overly loving in the text. If you write something in sufficiently effusive and endearing terms, yeah. it's the kind of thing where like like if you're giving a card to your wife, you shouldn't yeah. have to write your wife's name in there for her yeah. to know that it's for you. You just write such loving things that So what 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 term will you use? That um, will encapsulate all people. Gorgeous beloved. Gorgeous, gorgeous beloved. beloved. Is... Here you go, boss. <laughs> gorgeous beloved. Well, then you can you can you can play it off as a bit of a jokey, a jokey thing that you do with your boss. You know, where oh, you say yeah. that you love Sexual each other. Sexual harassment. That's... A bit of a jokey thing I do with my boss. Uh, you, Alistair, you have correctly interpreted my sentiment. <laughs> Look, um, it's locked in the sleeve, and that's what makes this one different. No, <laughs> no, that's what makes this one different. Is this is done with greeting cards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. You oh, right, right, fucking right, right. Cunt. greeting cards. <laughs> no, 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 I forgot. I mean, okay, greeting cards locked in sleeve. Well, that's a different one, Andy. That's a completely. That's different what it is. That's idea. what I'm telling you. No, but the, but initially you said that that was the gift, how to give better gifts book that was locked in your sleeve, right? That's what I was writing that down for. Mate, you watch me for the changes. 
the fact the fa- <laughs> the fact that you're doing bloody U-turns left and right. Is, uh, it's not, you know, it's not, whatever. Um, we've got at least five ideas here, Andy. So I'm going to take us to three words from a listener. I don't know if you know this, Andy, but we have listeners. And some of them donate to our Patreon. And the $3 people, well, they they can... Now I'm starting to think maybe... That's what we call them. We call them $3 people. <laughs> $3 people. These $3 <laughs> people. I'm starting, to, I'm starting to wonder whether I've already done this one, actually. Oh, but, no. Um um, Double dipping. This this today's listener is Alex Lloyd. Alex Lloyd. Yeah. The the singer that's of that it. song, amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it could be. Hey, Alex, how you going? Alex, thank you so much. You've you've not been active for yeah. very long. I, but I or, imagine Alex I mean, is still gigging, right? You during hope. a pandemic. <laughs> 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 Are you saying that he just doesn't care about his health? Or... That's right. He can't be stopped. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Okay. Um, anyway, Alex has sent in three words. Um, the first one is a bit green. Do you want to try and... is that? Am I allowed to give you hints like that? A bit green. Sorry? Verdant. Yeah, do you want... Eh? Verdant. I still don't know what that word is. Verdant. It's a word meaning green. Verdant? Yeah. No. From the French. No, the first... Vire? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not that. It's it's crocodile. Oh, crocodile. Okay. Yeah. Laryn... From the French, crocodile. Yes. La- laryn... Laryngitis? Oh, I don't know about that, Andy. Oh. Oh, is that the second word you're guessing? Yeah. Sorry, I thought you... <laughs> Saying something, some fact about crocodiles that I didn't know. Um, now, tra- trousers. Crocodile trousers. We haven't. Yeah. We have not had this question. We have not okay, had this great. question. These letters, these words. Fucking hell. Okay, and then what's the third word? A crocodile trousers contraption. Uh, if I think you ended on the right letter. Can <laughs> I have one more go? That's really encouraging. Um, Man, crocodile trousers, man. No, no, the that's not it at all. It's crocodile trousers revolution. Mm, fantastic. This is be- these are beautiful, beautiful words, Alex. And I'm really sorry that we. I mean, I'm hoping you're from overseas and you've never heard of the musician Alex Lloyd, and so that wasn't yeah. an obnoxious and annoying. Uh, yeah, acknowledgement. If you're to from make, here, but, I, I could I could imagine it's endlessly God. tiresome. Endlessly tiresome. But anyway, um, moving on. Uh, I think Crocodile Trousers Revolution fills me with so much joy already. And it makes me realise that I've never seen anybody attempt crocodile-proof trousers as a, as a concept. That's you'd, true. you'd think that in Australia, we'd all be wearing them. You know? Well, it would be something that you would wade in water with. Mm. Mm. And I, you know, you know it, it, your initial instinct is that, well, then they would just be more or less steel tubes, right? You mm. might have to sacrifice the bending of the knee, but... Like Ned Kelly's, like, Ned, like exactly. if Ned Kelly decided to make pants. If, <laughs> if Ned Kelly started getting into pants. That's right. Started getting into a pair of pants, but he started making pants mm. off of the success of his helmet. And I guess there's a slot... 
there's a Ned Kelly type slot at the top that you can urinate through, like his eye mm. hole. Yeah, and maybe even shoot through. Yeah, yeah, shoot. Because I guess do they still keep keep your gun by your by your? I guess it depends on whether or not you want your gun exposed to the crock or you want it in with your with your valuables. Um, the. I, I there there may be um other ways to to build pants to make to make them crocodile proof like you know could, would, would it be useful of, to have pants of, that of inflated Ned Kelly getting suddenly getting into a line of clothing sorry oh yeah you're right ned kelly building other other clothing is absolutely a sketch idea yeah if he hadn't been killed at glen rowan at the siege at glen yeah. rowan he wasn't think what he, he was could hung... have gone on to do he was hung in Melbourne. You're absolutely right. <laughs> if, he, yeah. if he hadn't been killed at the Siege of Glen Rowan, which he wasn't, what else? What <laughs> Thank else? God. <laughs> but, um, uh, I, you know, I, and, and it, it is amazing to me that he's the only person in popular culture that I can think of who has, like, like a, a personal armour style who like who tried to innovate any kind of like a lot of people getting shot at and he's the only one i can think of who was like oh i'm gonna build a big metal head there was that guy who tried to make a bear proof suit really how'd that go uh, i think there's a whole documentary on him it's like a you know he's like you see him getting hit by logs and stuff like that in the suit i'm not sure if he dies i don't think i don't think it's the same movie as grizzly man no um so i think this guy might might have succeeded. I'm not sure. Maybe it's impossible to be entirely bear-proof because I guess they could just hang around while you just lay on the ground and they wait for you to eventually come out. Mm. Um, I, uh, I, I think you know nowadays, like it would have got to the point of like we'd we'd have a Kelly's would be a like a haute couture brand, just like Chanel mm. or something like that, and there'd be the entire range. I mean, oh god. The this this is a thing, a Ned Kelly um, deodorant spray thing like like that helmet uh, translates perfectly to a deodorant bottle or like a or, or, or I guess a, a perfume bottle where it sprays out of the little slot and the top of the helmet. Sure, yeah, like maybe a a brown perfume. A brown perfume, ah, <laughs> with the the Cause... beautiful smell of brown. You know, like, you know, I think there's most, this is the flaw with, I guess, most perfumes is mm. that when you spray them on, you can't see where the, where the perfume is on. Where you've sprayed. Yeah. But what about one that makes it look like you got rust running down your neck? It's, it's fantastic. Maybe it's and not as good an idea. Well, <laughs> well, the only other flaw is that you can't imagine Ned Kelly being inside a big, big metal costume smelling all that good. Like it doesn't. No, that's true. Doesn't immediately line up, but then you know, bit of smell of gunpowder. Everyone likes the smell of gunpowder, um, leather, yeah, gunpowder and leather. Well, you know? maybe we need to like change it so that bads, you know, like bad liquids on our body. Maybe if you know, like sort of just just rancid crotch smell. Maybe that should just turn brown. <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Maybe bad smells should have more color to them. 
so that you could see them coming, you know? <laughs> I I got to say I'm 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 not I'm not so keen on this. Like I feel like I have yeah. It's hard it's enough nice being that, somebody that with, ba- with who, whose body does make bad smells and feeling that you know you got to conceal it, you got to you got to you got to work on concealing the smell but then also to have the visual element. Deodorant well, then would also... also have to incorporate a skin colored spray paint to not only mask the smell but also mask the color of the smell. You'd have to yeah. like they have to come in a range of different skin tones, and you could spray. Um, yeah, you're yeah. right. I but, apologize. But you know, there's no nothing to stop us marketing a deodorant that is also a spray paint that does also, you know, ta- I guess spray on tan or something like that. Yeah. You, you you know we could make one that is everything right. It's a deodorant, it's a hairspray, and, and it's I a guess, spray on guess tan. A, you could you could sell one that sort of puts a racing stripe on the side of your body. Yeah, and also kills kills bugs. See, also it's also uh, an insect repellent and a well, sunscreen. It's, got in it. <gasps> it's everything in a can. I feel like people would buy this. Yeah, I mean, if it was, and if it was instead of in a can. It was like one of those little balls with a wick sticking out of it, like a tiny little bomb, old school cartoon bomb. Yeah, okay. But maybe about the size of that one that fits in your fist. And you just go into this dome, the, yeah. deodor, the deodor dome. Yeah. Right? And you just light it and you just shut your eyes, put your fingers in your ears, mm. close your mouth. Det- detonate the deodor bomb. Detonate. Bulb. And then every, everything in your body's covered. Yep. You go in and there nude. Just, yeah. And then you get up, go about your day. I think that'd be exciting. That would also act like act to wake you up. Yes. It really is everything. Um, I I like it. It's the, the deodor bomb? The all in one deodor bomb. It's an entire morning routine in a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, it's not a crocodile trousers revolution, but we do have Ned Kelly releases a line of metal clothing. Yeah, yeah, metal clothing, and then subsequent um, and then odors. And the deodor bomb. Yeah, I love it. A deodorant that that comes. Nobody's made a deodorant that where the can is a little gun. And the way that you comes as a... squirt it onto yourself is by shooting yourself in the in the armpit. Oh, Nobody's done armpit. that. That's good. Yeah. That is really good. You could get your, you could even get your wife to do it, or let your kids shoot you in the armpit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, any kids want to shoot me in the armpit? Do you, do you get your 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 son involved in spraying on your deodorant, Al? Get him to? No, I use a roll-on. I uh, think that would be. Well, that would be weirder. Uh, um, that's so, fun. But too. I think if, it, but if, but if it was a gun. I think I'd let my kid, you know, I mean, you know, I feel, you know, I feel weird uh, exposing kids to roll on deodorant, but if it's a gun, I'll let them shoot it at me, obviously. It's fun. It's fun. So Um, thank you, Alex Lloyd. Sorry if it was nowhere near Crocodile. But such good words. I mean, we could come back to that every week and never begin to scratch the surface. It's true. 
It's true. Which um, is actually the guarantee that it says on my brand new crocodile trousers line. Uh, crocodile I mean, I think trousers. Way, it says they won't even scratch the surface. Because they're just made of cloth. Yeah. And for them to cut into my leg like that would be... I mean, I think some of these Ned Cully ones would scratch the surface. Yeah, that's... Uh, wait, well, hang on. You'd I probably give you tetanus. Um, here's the sketch ideas for today. Mouth replica kiss training mm. and advancements. This is the youth of tomorrow, of, of tomorrow year. They learned kissing by kissing themselves. By kissing themselves with these advanced 3D replicas of their own mouths. But then later on, you know, who knows? Maybe AI improved mouths as well. Maybe they'll learn to kiss other things. Maybe this is what hell is. Hell is... (laughs) No, Hell is having to kiss think, yourself. No, but think about it. First, first you learn your practice on a mouth, but then you practice on anything that's concave <laughs> with a protrusion coming out, like a satellite dish. <laughs> I um, learned to kiss by kissing a satellite dish. <laughs> um, a ladle with some knocky in there. Uh, you know, is is a this cupped, is a cupped hand holding a giant marble? This seems like like if the Bradman, the Donald Bradman, Australia's greatest cricketer of of kissing. This is how he would have learned to kiss because Bradman famously learned to become such a good batsman by using a fence paling to hit a golf ball against a water tank, right? And you could become the world's greatest kisser by, you know, using your tongue to poke around a bit of knocky in a soup ladle. In a soup ladle or a, or by trying to kiss a golf ball inside a water tank. There you go. <laughs> um, then we got War of the Waiting Rooms. And this is when once people realized that the waiting room was the one place that we haven't improved in about 75 years. Mm. And suddenly there's a arms race on who can create the most comfortable and welcoming waiting rooms. Who is working on the pre-medical technology? A lot of breakthroughs in medical technology. That's right. But that's not everything that happens in a surgical uh, environment. And then then there's another sketch, which is uh, companies like dentists getting into trying to capture some of this market of people who go to supermarkets and malls just for the air conditioning by creating specifically organized pricing plans that there's no pay now. It's all pay later, and people get lots of dental work just for the fuck of it. Tell you what, you pay a fuckload to go to the dentist, and you pay a lot for medical care and that sort of thing, and they are putting absolutely none of that money back into replacing the children's books in the little children play area in the corner. Those are always absolutely. the scummiest, most disgusting, yeah. torn up old, weathered pieces of shit. <laughs> These toys that just do not function at all. No. A lot of them are like McDonald's, um, you know, Happy Meal toys. And they're just accreting all the phlegm and everything of every child that's ever been through there. Anyway. 
Then we got a, um, this is a painkilling injection in the gum for my friend over here. Mm. This is a, I don't know, this is a, a generous uh, potential lover in the, in the, in the slick dental waiting room. I don't know what exactly, it's not a I also do like the, the idea of like a big, big open, an open plan dentist. Where they don't have, you know, like they don't have the individual little rooms that you go into. It's all done in a big kind of warehouse environment, where you can sort of way, make eye contact with other, dent, you know, other <laughs> patients, and and you you can yeah. order order little uh, little things for for them, off the menu, off the cart. I think that's great. Um, they should have yum cha. Mm. <laughs> nice. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, in a way. While you're getting your dentist, like while you're getting your dentistry done, that's still a waiting room for you. That's right. You know, like you're just sitting there waiting. You're not doing anything. You should. So it may as well just all be the same room. Then we got uh, Freud's patient going home and going off at their parents for their for the, not letting him, not letting them oral fixate enough on things or shoving enough things in their mouth while they were. A baby. Uh, then we got how to dress for your shape style jerk books. And then we got <laughs> how to give. Forgot uh, about jerk books. Yeah. How to give better gifts. It's a separate one because um, it's locked and loaded in someone's sleeve. I wasn't I, I, I backed down on wanting that to be a separate thing. What I wanted well, to be a separate Andy, once, thing was my greeting card once idea. I give in, once I give in to your demands, Andy, it's written down. I don't have an eraser here. I'm not where you're using whiteout. And then we got greeting cards locked in the sleeve as well. Um, but that's a generic waiting uh, greeting card for that you can write to my dearest beloved. Mm. and uh, Give it to anybody. It works for anyone. Give it give it to anybody. And then uh, then we have Ned Ned Kelly releasing a line of metal clothing. This is when he doesn't die. Um, but then his family kind of carries it on. They become basically like the Versaces. It is probably, uh, you know, the only uh, uh, breakthrough in clothing, like clothing innovation that I can point to that is specifically Australian. I don't know if there mm. are, there if we've done anything else and yet we didn't follow it up. Yeah, that's true. It's it's just it was a real dead end. That's right. I guess when people thought people thought, oh well, they can't stop bullets because there's gaps in it. We'll stop, but nobody tried to just use it for clothing. Pivot, pivot, baby. And then we got the deodor bomb. Ah, oh, love the deodor bomb. Hmm. Well, I guess we can do the song thing and then wrap this up. Yeah, ba- absolutely do, can. That do that. Hello and welcome <laughs> to, the to the goodbye of the section of the show. <laughs> Alistair, you you're right. Maybe I have been tired this episode. Still. Still. We did you could it. still be tired, Andy. That's okay. Um, thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. I am Stupid Old Andy on Twitter. You can follow I'm me there. Alistair TB. You can follow us at Two and Tank. You can like us on 
Facebook and you can support us on Patreon. You can write us a review. You can yeah, just send us an great. email. Somebody sent us an email not that long ago about the number of times cloacas are mentioned in in uh, did I send you that email? Andy? Yeah, you did. What was it in? Was it in the Bible? In Les Mis, I think. In Les Mis, that's right. Um, that cloacas were mentioned, but the, not not in the context of um, of the the Omni Hall. Uh, yeah, it was Michael that sent that through. So thank you very much, Michael. But not in the context of the the the, the miracle hole that it is. But mm. it's a as an archaic word for sewer. Yeah, as it comes from a Latin root for to cleanse. And he used a great word there in here is that he said uh, he he thought that maybe Victor Hugo was going to be you know a bit of a cloaca head. Mm. But turned out not to be in the same sense, you know. But yeah. that's fine. Cloaca head. Um, yeah, I think that's the term he used. I couldn't find it just then in the thing. But um, oh. do you want to do any more wrapping up, Andy? No, I think I think we wrap this up and we and we let the audience down gently as well, which I think is really nice. Yeah. A little not disappointing to find out that. He, a little disappointing to find out that Hugo wasn't the cloaca head I thought he might be. Mm. But I still wanted to pass on this info to the official home of the cloaca, the Two in the Think Tank <laughs> podcast. Delightful. Uh, uh, yeah, thank you great. so much. We'll see you around. T- and take care, we everybody. Love, love you, Hugo. Dearly beloved. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. (laughs) We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.